Grace, mercy, and peace be multiplied abundantly unto you all through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. This week in Lent, we hear about the temptation of Jesus every year. The big idea is this. Every time God opens an opportunity, Satan brings opposition. So, opportunity from God is met by opposition from Satan. And Jesus here is beginning his public ministry. The Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. Now the same Spirit that drove Jesus into the wilderness and was with him is the same Spirit that is with us. And the good news, ultimately, Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit so that we can live by the same power that he did. So it's not just the life we live for God. Christianity is the life of God lived through us. Jesus was tempted by Satan. So it doesn't matter how godly a person you are. You can still be tempted by the devil. And what we see, or he see here is that Jesus was in a vulnerable situation. He was alone, he was hungry, he was weary, and he was at the beginning of his public ministry. And what this means for us collectively, and what I want you to understand personally, out of this example of Jesus' temptation, three truths, and here they are. Number one, a life with Jesus is war. And some have wrongly said, give your life to Jesus and things will get better. Remember, Satan hates Jesus. And if you are with Jesus, he hates you. If you are walking with Jesus in this life, Satan sees you as in every way complicit with Jesus and an enemy of his. And this war, this battle, this cosmic conflict started in the heavens before and you, I, you and I ever existed. The Bible tells us that Satan was an angel, that he was made to be a messenger or, or a minister to the Lord, that he became proud and arrogant, and the root of all sin is pride. And he wanted to live not under God's sovereignty, but he wanted to live out of his own autonomy. He wanted to live his life separated from God and to be his own authority. And he had his own opinions, his own preferences, and his own direction. And he chose to live life independent and in defiance of God. The Bible says that a third of the angels, the heavenly hosts, joined him, him in his rebellion. And there was a great conflict in heaven between God the creator and Satan, a created angel. And between the angels who worshiped the Lord and the fallen angels who rebelled against the Lord. They were cast down to the earth and they brought their first temptation to our parents, Adam and Eve. And much like Jesus, Adam and Eve were isolated. 
they were given an opportunity to partake of a meal that they should not have taken part of. And tragically, our first parents sinned against the Lord and they turned and they joined Satan and the demons in rebellion against God. And the result is that every single one of us is born with a nature of sin and folly and rebellion against God. This alone is one of the unique claims of Christianity that sets us apart from all other religions. Most every other religion says we are essentially a good person, not flawed and broken, and that through good works and religion and efforts we can improve ourselves. The Bible says that our condition is such that we cannot fix ourselves, we cannot improve ourselves, we cannot save ourselves. We need someone to come on a rescue mission to save us from who we are and what we've done. A life with Jesus is a life of war against evil. And we need to remember we cannot win this war without the one who has overcome temptation and defeated the devil for us. The second point is that temptation itself is not sin. The Bible says two things. Jesus never sinned, and Jesus was tempted. And some people think that when you're tempted by Satan, demons, the world, the flesh, they assume that they're already lost. Think about it. In a moment, have you felt, I am so tempted right now, I might as well follow through this because I've already given into it. Let me tell you, that's a lie. Just because you're tempted doesn't mean you're ungodly. Jesus was tempted in this instance. Just because you are struggling does not mean that you are necessarily spiritually weak. We see here that Jesus has a struggle on his hands. Some of you, the enemy has lied to you and said, sin and temptation are the same, so that if you're being tempted, you feel defeated. Here's the good news. Being tempted is not equal to being defeated. Being tempted is an opportunity for victory. It is not an indication of defeat. You might not be someone who has yet given in to a particular temptation, and you're in the same position that the Lord Jesus was in. Temptation and sin are different. And temptation is an opportunity to sin, but temptation is not in itself sin. Third, you're going to get hit with temptation when you're hungry, isolated, and tired. And we see this with Jesus. He is literally hungry, 40 days in the wilderness, there will be times when your physical energy levels are so low. When you've been working too much, you're stressing too much. Maybe it's finals week, young people. You're on the road, you've been sick, you've got an illness. Your physical life energy is depleted. You're hungry. You'll get hit when you're isolated. This is the young person who's away from their parents at an overnight 
sleepover at a friend's house. Or they're traveling with a sports team from school and they're off at a school and their parents are not available to oversee them. This is the young person who leaves their mother and father's house and moves away for schooling to university. And all of a sudden, they've got newfound freedom. This is a young professional who moves to a new city, goes and gets their first apartment or condo, is away from their family, gets to reinvent their identity and enjoy some anonymity. This is a married person who's a business person. They got to hit the road, make some sales. They find themselves in bars, hotel rooms all alone, meeting people, watching whatever they like on TV. Isolation is an opportunity for temptation. And you'll be hit particularly when you are hungry and when you're isolated and when you're tired. Jesus is physically exhausted 40 days without food. He's absolutely worn down. There'll be times in your life when you're tired. And let me say this, Satan will hit you sometimes even after a great deal of energy has been expended. Maybe you just won a great victory or a big celebration because what goes up must come down. It's oftentimes after God has done something wonderful in your life that you come down from the high and your energy levels are depleted and you're exhausted and you're tired and you're worn down and you're worn out even from something really good. Your adrenaline glands are firing and then they're dumping. And then you're grumpy and you're tired and you're depleted and you're frustrated and you're short-term and short-sighted in your thinking. And this is when you're open and vulnerable to temptation. I don't know, does this make sense? You're going to get hit when you're hungry, all right? You're physically just not doing well isolated you're alone and when you're tired and when your energy is just running out you poured yourself out into something and satan is going to hit you in these times so going into them you need to know that i am at this moment more vulnerable and for some of us that can seem like every day you and I do not have the power within us to say no to temptation and to overcome it in and of ourselves. But the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God that empowered the life of Jesus lives in the Christian so that we have access to that same power that Jesus did. So that we can say no to the same kinds of temptations and trials and tests that Jesus did. By the grace of God, you can fight and you can persevere. You can be, as James says, steadfast and you can emerge victorious and perhaps even stronger and more mature. Wonderful promises from God 
1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. The way of escape? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He certainly is the way of salvation. He certainly is the way to overcome temptation. And from Hebrews chapter 4, reading at verse 15, we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Here's the good news. When you are tempted, you can run to Jesus. And for a brief period in the history of eternity, God humbled himself, and he was like you and me in the person and work of Jesus, fully God, fully man. But he was tempted as we are tempted. He suffered as we suffer. He's a God who is sympathetic he is a God who relates to us. He is a God who is merciful. That's what it says. So God doesn't stand back and say, why are you the way you are? Why you do, do you desire what you desire? I don't understand that. God in Christ Jesus says, I've been there. I know what it's like to be hungry. I know what it's like to be isolated. I know what it's like to be tired. I know what it's like to be tempted, tested, and tried. I know what it's like to have to be steadfast, endure, and to hang in there. We can run to Jesus when we are tempted and receive his grace, his guidance, and his abiding presence. And we do that. We run to him when we pray to him, and when we sing songs that are prayers to him, such as the second verse of Abide With Me. I need thy presence every passing hour. What but thy grace can foil the tempter's power? Who like thyself my guide and stay can be? Through cloud and sunshine, oh, abide with me. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much that you humbled yourself, that you came into human history, God becoming a man, that you endured temptation, tests, and trials as we do that you said no every time to every trial. Dear Jesus, when we sin and fall short, we thank you that you give us your forgiveness. 
then you give us your righteousness and you give us your perfection. There are people even perhaps who are hearing this message, they're in a season of great temptation. But it's not bigger than them and it's certainly not bigger than you. Send us the Holy Spirit to give us hope, to give us a blessing, to give us joy, to give us the mind of Christ so that we might receive once again the good news of our Savior Jesus and follow in his steps. It is in his name that we pray. Amen. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. In the wilderness Jesus stayed Forty nights and forty days The devil came and all his sin Came to tempt even him Said I hear tell you're God's son But you get hungry like anyone so if you're what they've all said, then turn these rocks, Jesus, to bread. By the word of God, man was shown. He can't live by bread alone. Jesus said, it's written down. The devil lost the first round. temple roof said son of God I want some proof if you've got angels to see you through then jump down Jesus ah, they'll get you Jesus said scriptures record thou shalt not tempt the Lord look it up Christ and worship me. It's written down, he said again, worship God and only 